going on, guys? Uh, we are here with another episode of Scriptly Adapted Uncut. We are back at LMC TV. Uh, my name is Kyode. I'm Kay. Uh, we are, I think this is a big show feel. Yeah, it's a huge <laughs> big show. Big show feel. Yeah. Uh, we are, we got none other than uh, Matt Sullivan. Woo! Dana Schumacher. We are talking about uh, a film they did that we had the pleasure of seeing. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, director, producer Matt Sullivan, editor, co-producer Dina uh, Schumacher. It's going to be a big show. Yeah. So stay tuned. Stay tuned, Don't right? Um, so, guys, tell us a little bit about uh, first off, Badlands, Badlands Productions, uh, where the film uh, originates from. Give us a little history about Badlands and what it's all about. The history of Badlands starts with uh, my fascination with The Boss, of course, among other things. So mm -hmm. uh, the song Badlands, which I, I, I grew up listening to and loved and uh, still do to this day, but it, it, sound, it had a good ring to it, I thought, as a production mm -hmm. company. Mm -hmm. And uh, formed that at this point, God, I don't even know how many years ago, probably 18 years ago, I want to say. Um, and, you know, just sort of use that as my production company as I was doing different films and music videos and commercials and anything that I worked on. Mm -hmm. um, incorporated that really as a measure of covering myself and anyone right. who was on the productions and uh, sort of rolled with it ever since. But uh, it really took off back in 2010 or 2011 when uh, Dina and I met. And we started doing a, a whole bunch of fun things. <laughs> and yeah. <laughs> really? And, uh, you know, we did everything from a fake trailer that was called Cannibal Carnival, which oh, was nice. really fun. Okay. Uh, and then we, we, we sort of jumped in on this, as we call it, the three picture deal. Oh, okay. oh that's cool. And uh, I think, are we past three are you, now? Are you past three? Yeah, we are. Yeah, you're past yeah. three. Okay. okay. Yeah. Why do I keep doing this? Yeah. Yeah. Um, very nice. So we had Don't Be a Bear. Sober <laughs> Vivo, mm -hmm. ah. The Attic, mm -hmm. and now Dead Air. Now Dead nice. Air. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. And actually, there was one that you were not attached to, which was called Imaginary Friend, that we shot in an old house about, uh, and, and I, I'm, I, I shouldn't be telling you this oh, because give people us, may give try to find it. Okay. I acted in this. Oh, you did? Oh, yes. Oh, definitely geez. have to find this. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Maybe it's on some torrents or something. Is it remember? <laughs> attic? Oh. No, the attic was different. Yes. Oh. You yeah. acted in the attic as well. That is and true. You saw my carnival back. trailer. So oh, okay. don't pretend okay. like you're not, well, you know, you're not too visible. screen shy. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. Awesome, awesome, okay. So how did you find your actors, crew, and post-production team? Well, the actors were found. We have uh, a casting director, a friend that we've worked with, uh, Lexi Pregosin. Okay. And um, she casted this. She casted So Brave Vivo as well. So we did the casting process in the city, put uh, different ads out on, on various websites, and, uh, and we had people come in and audition. Okay. Um, it, was a, it was a pretty easy process, I would say. We, um, the easiest thing being actually Mickey Monstro, who's our, our lead, mm, yes. played by Frank yep. DiRuggiero. Yes, yes. And, he was great. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, really he, good. He, he did an excellent job. Mm -hmm. uh, Chris Labinia, who's our writer and co-producer, mm -hmm. actually wrote the role for Frank. Wow. So, uh, okay. you know, we wanted to do a little casting, and there was a question that was raised about age, which was, do we want to go with someone who's a little bit older, or do we want to okay. go with someone who's younger? And, uh, you know, I think we, we sort of played with this idea back and forth, but when Frank came in and he read for the role, it was just that uh, we, we knew it. like that. Yeah. This, is, this is the guy for it. Um, and then as far as assembling the team goes, 
that was a matter of reaching out to people that we knew he here from LMC TV, mm -hmm. as well as people that we've worked with in the past and, uh, and new people as well. You know, uh, we, we, ma we made some really great friends and contacts, mainly uh, Chris Fox, who was our gaffer and, okay. and assistant cameraman, and also uh, Nick Bowen, who did sound recording for us. Nice. And they were, they were uh, instrumental in the post-production process, doing our sound design and our co uh, music composition as well. Okay. So they stepped in and they, they did an excellent job. But our, our you know, our go-to uh, DP, is uh, Jordan Rennert, who actually started here at LMC TV and then created his own production company. He works all over, but like when we had a project, I think it was Sobre Vivo, we mm -hmm. brought him. Mm -hmm. We brought him in on, and he was just eager to be yeah. like, "Okay, guys, what's the next project?" Oh, so yeah, that's cool. it was like a no-brainer to that's contact cool. him yeah. again awesome. when we were doing Dead Air. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, listen. So Dead Air. I had we, a quick question oh, though, yeah, yeah, yeah. about the music. You mentioned the music all the way here tonight. We listened to Station, listen, yeah. and we listened to their song uh, one, and one, and only. Only. "One and Only." One and Only. Um, you know, I needed a little <clears throat> earplug in the right ear, but it was fine. Um, no, but it was great. And so, so they, you, now you mentioned during the screening they crafted these songs, some of them specifically for the film, right? Right. So Danger yeah. Hole are very good friends uh, in Danger Hole, led by uh, Matt Forte, Ken Estabrook, and Mike Forte a local band in Mamaroneck. Mm -hmm. um, this is a, a band who's been together for many years, but uh, through our interactions and friendship, we had they had expressed interest in doing working with us on the film, mainly through the soundtrack, but they also were able to apply their talents to the opening credits in the film as well, okay. which were all optically shot. So the, these were not digital effects that we did. We laser cut all of the titles, uh, put it on plexiglass. We had we had oh, smoke cool. come up through it and lighting in the back, and nice. you know, sort of superimpose that on yeah. other things. Um, that was where the, the digital element came in. But um, they designed the opening titles. Had a great time with it. Did an ex excellent work. Um, but back to the music. Yeah. They were uh, they crafted two songs. Okay. Um, and one of the songs my wife actually sang on. So that's, that's the right. "Love that's You Till You're Dead" and then some. Oh. <laughs> which right. is uh, Roxanne's song yeah. Yeah. when she yeah. first yeah. appears. Okay. And uh, just had a great time working with those guys and creating the songs. And then Station came along through Amanda Durante, who plays Rock and Roxanne and is Badlands' go-to oh, actress. Yeah. Uh, Amanda's great. <laughs> And uh, she's been with us for everything we've done, but she did a, a concert for wounded veterans in the city okay. at Arlene's Grocery, and Station was on the bill. Wow. Hadn't heard of them before, okay. hadn't seen them perform. And the second that they started with their first song, I said, these guys are really good. Yeah. Yeah, and they're, yeah. I and I there. told you earlier, like, I, uh, when I first played One and Only, um, it reminded me of, well, Kate said, it's Journey. She was like, is that Journey? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So it had that, like, like oh. stadium rock yeah. feel. Yeah, yeah. That's one of my it's favorite, a big sound. That was one of my favorite moments in the film. It actually. is, yes. <laughs> That's what he's telling you. It's so epic. Yeah. Yes, it was right on cue. So 80s. Like, like I love right it. Right on cue with the music. I was like, okay, this is, I'm in it. I'm, we, we, yeah. we had a lot of fun with that scene. Yeah. A lot of fun. But, you know, we've worked with them since. We actually shot a music video in the studio for them uh, that debuted on billboard.com. Uh, yeah. It's a song called okay. A Matter of Time. Worth checking out, it's on okay. YouTube or Definitely on billboard.com. Yeah. And okay. uh, you know, they're traveling right now all around, mainly the middle of the country, and uh, we have That's another awesome. music video coming up. That's awesome. Sweet. Oh. That's so cool. listen, speaking of Dead Air, yeah. right, we, we gotta talk about this. Uh, give me, what was the concept behind it? What, what was the, what fueled you to do it? What's, what is it about? Give me some information about 
dead air of the film itself. So, well, Dina got dragged into this, she reluctantly did. kicking and screaming. I'll just throw Normal. that out. Okay, that's okay. Loved every sounds uh, that sounds like <laughs> but but it started right. It started with Terra TV, mm -hmm. which yeah. is a show that mm -hmm. we produce. That if you want to talk about Terra TV, I know you love it so much. Well, Terra TV <laughs> is like a, a very similar show to what Elvira was. You know, you have mm -hmm. a a character that's presenting old movies and then offering tidbits. So that's also written by Chris Lavinia. Okay. Um, so it was on on that set which he and and Matt had a conversation, which is also starring Amanda, who is mm -hmm. her, yep. <laughs> she's our go-to for everything. Okay. We love her. Yeah. She's great. Because um, most of the stuff we're doing is in the realm of horror, and she, too, is a huge yes. fan of that also. But while on set, they had the conversation of the what if we did this project. Yeah, it started with uh, kind of, hey, you know, it would be cool if we did a, a story that was based in a radio station. That'd yeah, awesome, yeah, and it should be on Halloween night. Yeah, and there should be a ghost involved. You know, it just kind of like <laughs> that's snowballed. That's how it happens, though, and, right? and that's, yeah, yeah, and that's how we came up with yeah. the concept. And then Chris presented the script one day, and I read through it, and I said, you know, this just checks off all the boxes mm -hmm. as far as things that are, at least for me, very interesting and appealing visually. Mm -hmm. um, and it had a nice flow to it, and I, I said, you know, we we got to make this. And yeah. sent it over to Dina, and the rest is history. The awesome. rest was, it. listen, it was... Kay and I, we, we, we watched it. We saw it at the yeah, Pound Picture House. Yeah, we came to the screening. Thank and you for um, it was, Honestly, I was saying earlier that we just couldn't get over the fact that, because, you know, when you edit it down, some people just edit it down to say, oh, hey, I've made a movie in five minutes, right? It's a five-minute movie, but there's no cohesiveness. There's no beginning, middle, and end. And when I watched the film, it did not feel, I just could not wrap my head around the fact of how you did. It felt like a full feature-length film in 16 minutes. Mm. You did a great job at, including a beginning, a middle, and end, but also leaving it open for possibly more exactly. story and more exposition for people to be like, oh, well, I want to know more about this Roxanne character. I want to know more about, you know, this other character and, and where these people are coming from and the guy that's gotten tied up in the chair. What's his story? You know, that's what I was thinking, too. Mm -hmm. I was a little intrigued about right. him. I was intrigued Poor about fella. him, too. Poor yeah, um, fella. Yeah, right. But, yeah, like, I just was so impressed. I was like, that, you know. It was crisp. Yeah, crisp it was looking, beautiful. It was beautiful. Shot. The angles were Thank great. Um, we're not just saying that. No, no, it really. Like, yeah, we're sitting there and we're like, oh, yeah, yeah, and like I like the color. The colors were great too. Mm -hmm. And I'm a fan of anything '80s. Like I love just like '80s everything. I love '80s music. I love '80s styles. Which are, are, I'm, I'm glad that uh, the '80s rang out. That was definitely. definitely oh yeah, our, I mean I picked uh, up on that. you know, yeah. not necessarily going out with the mindset of oh let's make an '80s film. No, but, no, no. You know, having those influences from yeah. the John Carpenter's, mm -hmm. yep. uh, the Wes Cravens. You know, oh yeah. A lot of the uh, when when we first started coming up with the with the concepts for this film, we talked about Italian horror and the Giallo mm -hmm. brand and uh, Fulci and Bava and using these, you know, big, bold colors and scenes. Yes. Uh, Romero with Creepshow and how mm -hmm. they stylized that. So there's a very stylistic approach, I think, to making the film. Mm -hmm. And what we were trying to do was really, you know, just grab the audience and shake yeah. them up a little bit and not, not hold back. You right. know, yeah. just really be in your face, kind of over the top with it. Um, and, and we viewed this, I think, from, from the get-go as a... Uh, almost like a um, a larger concept for people. Mm -hmm. You know, like, hey, this this is the short. Mm -hmm. uh, this is a proof of concept, mm -hmm. yeah. right? This could be a feature. If you like it, this is a taste. Yeah. So hopefully people want to want more, more of that. We more wanted more. Well, listen, definitely. I, I definitely want to throw to a trailer. Yeah, um, for sure. Of Dead Air. So take a look at the trailer from Dead Air.
on the early evening of Halloween 1984. Roxanne Ruzio, AKA Rockin' Roxanne, threw herself from Eddie Stone's office window. When she died, he vowed that this station would stay on the air. And not only does WRXN live on, but on Halloween night, so does Roxanne. The Thank the Lord above and the devil below. Look out! Did you like my song? <laughs> Turn on, tune in. Drop dead. Okay, I'm seriously starting to get creeped out now. Can we please change it? <laughs> Everyone's a critic. So that was awesome. a trailer yeah, uh, from just... Dead Air. You, uh, Listen, you guys. I just enjoyed watching it, it all over again. I know. Um, I know. And my so song was playing. It was. My song was playing. It definitely was. <laughs> um, so, how, so, what was your favorite part of making the film, both of you guys? Favorite take part. that one. I mean, I, 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 I like all parts of production, to okay. be honest. So, it, I don't know if it really matters <clears throat> which film um, is getting done. I mm -hmm. like doing the pre production planning. Uh, making sure all those elements are in a row and you're trying to plan ahead as much as possible, but Murphy's Law is always in effect. Mm -hmm. So regardless how much you plan, things are bound to go wiry, but you know, when you put the effort into it, you minimize the damage. Um, <laughs> being on set is always oh, just yeah. like, is always a blast. The, the chaos and beauty of it all mm -hmm. is just, it's there. And especially like we had a, whole, a bunch of different locations um, and those those were a lot of fun to be in, and the gas the, the, the gas station. I could tell you like there are a few incidents that that happened <laughs> yeah. that were fun. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now they're fun. Uh, now they're fun. They were fun, fun. They fun at the time fun. when the cops showed up in the fire department. Oh, oh that's but, right. You know, you, that's... Yeah, I think you mentioned that uh, in the Q and A. I think you talked about that briefly. Yeah, yeah, but you 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 guys know like being there's nothing like being on set, like seeing yeah. the the page come yep. to life and it gets put yep. in action, and then of course in post-production when you're sitting there and seeing it all come together, piecing it together and making it re be reborn again. Yeah. I mean, there's not one moment of production that I, I don't love. So it's just like, it's hard to say for this film specifically, it's like in general, like I don't know why everyone doesn't work in film. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. No, it's, it's, yeah. it's a great gift and it's an honor, you know, especially to be with so many people and you're working as a team. I think that's really my favorite part is you have all of these different talents that are coming yeah. together. Mm -hmm. You know, and any film is only going to be stronger with the more people that you bring on who come with all the experience that they have. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the trailer that we saw was edited by my good friend and old roommate Don Thiel who lives in Hollywood now. And, um, you know, Donnie came in and, and, and cut this trailer together and it's just like, wow, you know, you made yeah. this film look much much bigger than mm -hmm. than it is yeah. you know yeah. th this makes it look i think i hope uh, oh, no, not like a short stop. film yeah. mm -hmm. you yeah. know and uh every everything from you know the people who just came in like matt and kent doing the titles um you know that came out of left field but they they were passionate about it mm -hmm. and i said you know just let's do it let's run yeah. with it if you guys have a vision um, let's talk it, talk it through, and 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 it worked. Um, the classic cars in the drive-in, having yes. those yeah. on set were, yeah. were amazing yeah. too. You know, we went to uh, was down at a classic car show. Yeah, I was gonna say, where'd you guys get those? Spoke with one of the owners who ha owned one of the cars, and Dina reached out to a family friend. And uh, you know, they said, yeah, we'd love to have the have the car oh, in the awesome. film. So, you know, I think it's like 
to your point, it's really the entire process where you're, you're going through the pre-production of, of planning everything, getting excited about it, and slowly seeing this big plan unravel, mm -hmm. and then you get to set and you have that excitement of everybody being in the same place at yeah. the same time, yes. working toward the same cause yeah. and pulling together and pulling long hours and doing crazy things and sending setting off smoke alarms so that the <laughs> fire department comes you know and you work it's it you work through unless that happens exactly yeah, right. yeah, yeah. 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 eating pizza Left. and donuts yeah. three days in a row right. like what yeah, something's got to happen but that 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 feeling of creating <clears throat> family right yeah, you know absolutely. once you you spent that much time working with people and you've had so many conversations and experiences and mm -hmm. uh, how long yeah, did it's just a thrill to, you guys to film it Two weekends. Two weekends. Yeah. That's it. Two weekends. So we shot, the first thing we shot was uh, Kev the Creep scene at okay. the garage, mm -hmm. and that was one day. And then we nice. came here to LMC TV and we shot uh, all of our concert footage of Roxanne and her, you know, world from another dimension, stage from another dimension, here rather. Here in the studio. Um, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so she was on this very stage where mm -hmm. we shot it. Mm -hmm. yes. And then the fun part was uh, trying to figure out how we were going to shoot a drive-in theater. Mm. Yeah. And you know, we went through this, the process of, of reaching out to all different drive-ins in the area, which none are close. Right. Uh, so right. that would require a, a you know a one hour a yeah. one hour plus company move mm -hmm. yeah. just to get there. Then yeah. you have all the setup. So I was looking out the window one day and I said, <laughs> "Well, there's a big field there. We know people have a blow-up screen. We yeah. can bring in cars." And uh, our good friend Joe Carrera built these incredible old-style uh, drive-in speakers mm -hmm. that were made out of PVC pipe and wood. Man. And uh, the whole thing came That's together. It. And then weekend two was uh, Westchester Community College where we ah, had the radio okay. station. Okay. Two days yes, the radio station. Okay. West yes, okay. I always like to ask artists um, this question. What, what their approach to certain things they were doing. So like, Dina, for, for you, when you got the footage or you got the film, what was your approach to editing the movie? I watched a lot of 80s horror films. Nice, perfect. <laughs> which, which one was the go-to? I don't know, I had like, I think a list of, of yeah, movies to watch okay. and get through. Okay. <laughs> yes, you did. And report back to the, <laughs> yeah. the masters yes. of horror, you know, Matt, Matt and Chris, who have all these films memorized already. So okay. I was a little that behind in the really curve funny. on my, my horror knowledge. But like when you're when you're cutting when you're cutting, it's just like you're following the script, you're following the director's plan for it with the storyboard or the shot list to know what the the vision was. But then it's also like, well, how does it look? And then making it work from there and moving it around. So it's more intuitive than anything else once you have like something together to see what else needs to be done in order to get time, pacing, yeah. or the 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 jump effects to work. Yeah. And 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 I would say on my end. And trusting in you and the pro and the post-production process of saying, mm -hmm. you know, I think when you when you set out to make a film, you have an idea of what it is in your head. Yeah. But once you've shot the film, mm -hmm. you're not always getting that product. Exactly. Right. So, so you true. have to work yeah. with the tools that you yep. have and what you you've do. captured, and that's really the job of an editor. Where you don't, I'm not the kind of person. Hopefully, I, you'd agree with this. Where it's like <laughs> I'm over your shoulder constantly. All right, what do we have? You know, it's. I think it's more of a. Let Dina do the first pass. Mm -hmm. You know, let's put this together. And usually, mm -hmm. the first pass is trying to be as close to the storyboards as possible, right. and then going in and trying to do the tweaks to say, mm -hmm. "Okay, this is what we have. This is what we've captured. This is the way that we can hopefully tell the best story right. possible." Yeah, because sometimes what what's on the page and then what's in the product is not the same thing. Correct, at all. and that that mm -hmm. can be very um, disconcerting a little bit. But also, yeah. too, like I look at it, and I was saying this to Matt earlier. Like I love editing. I think it's. That's to me, her. personally, even it's with photos her. when I was doing freelance, <laughs> it's the most creative part of the process in a way because you're really constructing the story. You're building the story. Yeah. Um, 
But I remember when I was coming here to edit our film, and I would sit there and I'd be like, I don't remember shooting that. Wait, where's the, where is the scene where, and I have to then go through all the scenes and all the footage all over again. I'm like, <laughs> but it was here yesterday. Where is it? Just trying to piece it together. But when you finally have it together and it's, it's cohesive and it's pretty and it's, the transitions work perfectly, you feel really good about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? um, so take us to opening night, your screening. I know you guys were like super excited. What yeah. was going through your mind? How'd you feel? Well, that was that was just a. Um, I, I go back to when we did Silver Vivo at Pelham Picture House. Silver Vivo was a huge learning curve, especially like learning about festival, the festival run with that, right. the how how with short films, how length mat matter and mm -hmm. things like that. But yeah, like being back at the Pelham Picture House yeah. was was kind of a throwback to yeah. that yeah, moment. Yeah. It's just too. a great feeling of having all the people who made the film, all the people who supported the film, mm. you know, in the past <laughs> and moving forward. Um, and, and, and to sit there and, and watch together again with that family of people yeah. that's worked on this so hard and put their heart and soul and blood, mm -hmm. sweat and tears into mm -hmm. and money, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, and, and you hope that everybody enjoys the product and is proud of the work. And yeah. I think that at the end of the night, uh, at least from what we heard, oh. that was the case. Yeah. So, Were you yeah. nervous at all? Like, did you have a moment as a good filmmaker where you, you were too. like, good, oh, good thank you. Good thank looking. You. Selection. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah the, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It was very, mm -hmm. very was solid. Um, <laughs> but did you have a moment where you had like butterflies, like for a second, split second, like any doubt, like, like nervous, like, oh, this is my baby. Now all these people are watching this, like almost like protective over it in a way, like you didn't want it to be judged or like you were afraid of what people were going to think. Like, as I often think about that too, when we have our first screening, like, yeah. Ooh, yeah, it's, it's a very vulnerable I moment. Think we, yeah, it is. You it know? is. I think we had confidence in the film mainly because of the success in the film festival run. Right. Okay. And so there was some lead up to that. And if this was the first time where audiences had really seen it, mm -hmm. you know, then I'd feel a little bit on edge, more yeah. on right. edge about it. I was. Yeah. I my main concern for that night was, you know. Is everything going to be set up right? Is the photographer right, there right, and running right. around? And again, it was a pr another production. Right, right. So you're thinking right. of all these elements. Is everything going to come together? And at the end of the night, you know, as it always does. It was perfect. It, it worked. Yeah. So. That was yep. awesome. Well, you know, we were really impressed. We loved it. Um, and I think the general consensus of the audience was that everyone loved it as well. Um, Thank you. But we want to show you Well, I'm going to throw to uh, a clip from the yes. film Dead Air. Take a look. How is this real? How is any of this real? Don't spin that! 
So that was a clip from Dead Oof. Air. I That's the first time we see again. the spirit of Roxanne yeah. uh, on, on screen. So I got one last question. And this is probably the biggest question. The most important. The most important, right? It carries a lot of weight. It carries a lot of weight. It's a deal breaker. Matt, first you. Sure. What is your favorite scary movie? I know. I know. Well, you put me on the spot. I know. That's, that is a tough one. It's a tough one. <laughs> and, and, I, and I go back and forth with it because I, 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 am I allowed to throw out two? You can give me two, yes. We're being generous here. I'll take it. Here. We are being All generous. Right. There, 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 is, there is the, <laughs> the brilliance uh, of Nightmare, Nightmare on Elm Street, mm. the original, okay. mm -hmm. which I think led me down a path of many nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> and I still remember waking up as a kid. I was very young when I watched the film. I was not supposed to see it, but somehow I did. Mm -hmm. And I can thank my cousin Matt for that. <laughs> um, but, you know, on top of that, there's a great flick called Night of the Creeps. Mm -hmm. I have many posters in my office. <laughs> Uh, this is a film, another one that I saw as a kid, okay. and for years, I didn't know the name of this film. Oh. And I said, I, it was like a life mission of mine to find out what the name was. Right. So this was before the internet existed, and before you can type everything into your phone and, uh -huh. and get answers immediately. And I was at a, uh, a writer, a show that I was working on, I was in the writer's office, and she had this poster of Night of the Creeps. And I looked up at it, and I went, that's the one! That's and she looked at me like, all right, this guy's crazy. He's, he's fired. You know? <laughs> oh, no! And I had to explain the whole story. Like, I watched this as a kid. And yeah. You may have been fired, like, but you got the name of the movie. Yeah, yeah, the ultimate the life goal. She's like, oh, my yeah. husband worked on this. And she said, when, when she was off the show, she uh, came, to, came to my office and said, she said, do you want my Night of the Creeps poster? Man. I said, oh, you bet I do. And it's in my office cool. right now. That's, that's awesome. awesome. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. awesome. D. Yeah. Favorite? Same question. Man. Scary movie. I, I can't say, I, I can never answer this question in any genre because it's like, yes, well, it's you have to I pick know. it apart. It's like, it can't be the best <laughs> drama. It has to be the best drama with these prim oh, parameters. Or, <laughs> you know, so it's really difficult. But I have to say, the horror movie that I've seen the most is Night, the original, um, the 70s Night of the Living Dead. Ooh. And I've seen that the most because that Very was nice. the VHS tape that we had, the only horror tape we had in our home growing up. So when it Halloween rolled around, it was like, all right, I guess we'll put the tape in, yeah. rewind it back from last year's <laughs> Halloween. Hilarious. But I've yet to not be impressed by it every time I watch it. I really appreciate that movie. And as I get older, I appreciate it for different reasons because it's like, man, this movie actually speaks a lot to like the society and yeah. times if yeah. you pay attention to yeah. it. So well, that's a classic. for that's... those reasons, that's why I, I would say Night okay. of the Living Dead. Very nice. I, I didn't want to hit you too hard with the questions, but <laughs> yeah. I thought that was a good one to end us off. Yeah. Guys. Thank you for joining us for another Strictly Adapted Uncut. I'm Kyode. I'm Kate. Thank you, Matt Sullivan, yes. Dina Schumacher, Thank you Big so Show much. Feel. Join us next time for another episode of Strictly Adapted and stay Uncut tuned. here at LMC TV. Yes. Later. Take care. Bye.